Welcome back, everyone. I forgot to say yesterday, 100 days left. So now 99 days left. Insane. 99 days 99, left. 99, guys. Oh. Yeah, 99 days left. Um, and today, Eric, is day 267. Yeah. And we are going to finish another book of the Bible. We're going to finish the book of Lamentations. We're going to read Lamentations chapter 3, 4, and 5. That's so, what we're going to do. It's a sad book. We did a lot of crying yesterday. I don't think we're going to cry today. You know, I really got it out. I cried until my tears were gone. Yeah, you got it out, but you were crying all the way home. Yeah, man. yeah. Well, I usually do, but <laughs> you, you do. just because I'm going to miss you, Chip. I know. Always right. makes me kind of sad when I go home for the day. I miss you too, but yeah. Yeah. You got over it. Here we are. Yeah. Let's finish it out, Eric. Okay. I am the one who has seen the afflictions that come from the rod of the Lord's anger. He has led me into darkness, shutting out all light. He has turned his hand against me again and again all day long. He has made my skin and flesh grow old. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and surrounded me with anguish and distress. He has buried me in a dark place like those long dead. He has walled me in, and I cannot escape. He has bound me in heavy chains, and though I cry out and shout, as though I cry and shout, he has shut out my prayers. He has blocked my way with a high stone wall. He has made my road crooked. He is hidden like a bear or a lion waiting to attack me. He has dragged me off the path and torn me in pieces, leaving me helpless and devastated. He has drawn his bow and made me the target for his arrows. He shot his arrows deep into my heart. My own people laugh at me. All day long they sing their mocking songs. He has filled me with bitterness and given me a bitter cup of sorrow to drink. He has made me a chew he has made me chew on gravel. Mm. Oh gross. He has rolled me in the dust. Peace has been stripped away, and I have forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out, my splendor is gone. Everything I hope for from the Lord is lost. The thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. Faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. It is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. Let them sit alone in silence beneath the Lord's demands. Let them lie face down on the dust, for there may be hope at last. Let them turn the other cheek to those who strike them and accept the insults of their enemies. For no one is abandoned by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he also shows compassion because of the greatness of his unfailing love. For he does not enjoy hurting people or causing them sorrow. If people crush underfoot all the prisoners of the land, if they deprive others of their rights in defiance of the Most High, if they twist justice in the courts, doesn't the Lord see all these things? Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Then why should we, mere humans, complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, We've sinned and rebelled, and you have not forgiven us. You have engulfed us with your anger, chased us down, and slaughtered us without mercy. You have hidden yourself in a cloud, so our prayers cannot reach you. You have discarded us as refuse and garbage among the nations. All your enemies have spoken out against us. We are filled with fear, for we are trapped, devastated, and ruined. Tears stream down from my eyes because of the destruction of my people. My tears flow endlessly. They will not stop until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees my heart is breaking over the fate of all the women of Jerusalem. My enemies, whom I have never harmed, hunted me down like a bird. 
They threw me into a pit and dropped stones on me. The water rose over my head and I cried out, this is the end. But I called on your name, Lord, from deep within the pit. You heard me when I cried, listen to my pleading, hear my cry for help. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. Lord, you've come to my defense. You've redeemed my life. You've seen the wrong they've done to me, Lord. Be my judge and prove me right. You've seen the vengeful plots my enemies have laid against me. Lord, you have heard the vile names they call me. You know all about the plans they have made. My enemies whisper and mutter as they plot against me all day long. Look at them. Whether they sit or stand, I am the object of their mocking songs. Pay them back, Lord, for all the evil they have done. Give them hard and stubborn hearts and let your curse fall on them. Chase them down in your anger, destroying them beneath the Lord's, heaven, the Lord's heavens. How the gold has lost its luster. Even the finest gold has become dull. The sacred gemstones lie scattered in the streets. See how the precious children of Jerusalem, worth their weight in fine gold, are now treated like pots of clay made by a common potter. Even the jackals feed their young, but not my people Israel. They ignore their children's cries like ostriches in the desert. The parched tongues of their little ones stick to the roofs of their mouths and thirst. The children cry for bread, but no one has any to give them. The people who once ate the richest foods now beg in the street for anything they can get. Those who once wore the finest clothes now search the garbage dumps for food. The guilt of my people is greater than that of Sodom, where utter disaster struck in a moment and no hand offered help. Our princes once glowed with health, brighter than snow, whiter than milk. Their faces were as ruddy as rubies, their appearance like fine jewels. But now their faces are blacker than soot. No one recognizes them in the streets. Their skin sticks to their bones. It is as dry and hard as wood. Those killed by the sword are better off than those who die of hunger. Starving, they waste away for lack of food from the fields. Tender-hearted women have cooked their own children. They have eaten them to survive the siege. But now the anger of the Lord is satisfied. His fierce anger has been poured out. He started a fire in Jerusalem that burned the city to its foundations. Not a king in all the earth, no one in all the world would have believed that an enemy could march through the gates of Jerusalem. Yet it happened because of the sins of her prophets and the sins of her priests who defiled the city by shedding innocent blood. They wandered blindly through the streets so defiled by blood that no one dared touch them. Get away, the people shouted. You're defiled, don't touch us. So they fled to distant lands and wandered among foreign nations, but no one would let them stay. The Lord himself has scattered them and he no longer helps them. People show no respect for the priests and no longer honor the leaders. We looked in vain for our allies to come and save us, but we were looking to nations that could not help us. We couldn't go into the streets without dangers to our lives. Our end was near. Our days were numbered. We were doomed. Our enemies were swifter than eagles in flight. If we'd fled to the mountains, they found us. If we hid in the wilderness, they were waiting for us there. Our king, the Lord's anointed, the very life of our nation was caught in their snares. We had thought that his shadow would protect us against any nation on earth. Are you rejoicing in the land of Uz, O people of Eden? But you too must drink from the cup of the Lord's anger. You too will be stripped naked in your drunkenness. O beautiful Jerusalem, your punishment will end. You will soon return from exile. But Edom, your punishment is just beginning. Soon your many sins will be exposed. Lord, remember what has happened to us. See how we have been disgraced. Our inheritance has been turned over to strangers, our homes to foreigners. We are orphaned and fatherless. Our mothers are widowed. We have to pay for water to drink, and even firewood is expensive. Those who pursue us are, those who pursue us are at our heels. We are exhausted, but are given no rest. We, are, we submitted to Egypt and Assyria to get enough food to survive. 
Our ancestors sinned, but they have died, and we are suffering the punishment they deserved. Slaves have now become our masters. There is no one left to rescue us. We hunt for food at the risk of our lives, for violence rules the countryside. The famine has blackened our skin, and though as though baked in an oven. Our enemies rape the women in Jerusalem and the young girls in all the towns of Judah. Our princes are being hanged by their thumbs and our elders are treated with contempt. Young men are led away to work at millstones and boys stagger under heavy loads of wood. The elders no longer sit in the city gates. The young men no longer dance and sing. Joy has left our hearts. Our dancing has turned to mourning. The garlands have fallen from our heads. Weep for us because we have sinned. Our hearts are weary are sick and weary and our eyes grow dim with tears for jerusalem is empty and desolate a place haunted by jackals but lord you remain the same forever your throne continues from generation to generation why do you continue to forget us why have you abandoned us for so long restore us O lord and bring us back to you again give us back the joys we once had or have you utterly rejected us are you still are you angry with us still and that is our reading today. That's the Book of Lamentations. And as we read it, we had two questions in mind. The first one is this, what's this tell us about God? The second one is this, what's this tell us about ourselves? So, Chip, what's this tell us about God? I'll say this, with God there's always hope. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Jeremiah wrote this in desperation. He was broken. He pleaded to God um, over and over again. And uh, this, you know, the punishment that the experience was was deserved um they deserved it god gave it he promised it went through with it but even through all that god god is our hope like with him there's forgiveness with him there's restoration with him there's a better day and so even for jeremiah who wrote this like there was hope for him like he went through so many difficult situations to proclaim this message from god to the people you know and and he was broken but yet, even for him, he holds hope. He has questions. He has, yeah. he made some statements. I have questions. I make statements all the time to God. But I still have hope. I know he's he never changes. He is the same. He is faithful, you know. And uh, and his mercies are new every morning. And so, with God, there is hope. Yeah. And so I would say, whatever you're going through, whatever you've been through, keep looking to God, the God who brings hope. He wants to, and and he has it. Just like. He will punish sin. He will bring hope. He is hope. So we got to keep looking to him. He's that light in the midst of darkness. Mm. You know, he's that he's that voice, you know, in the depths of the wilderness. He's that tower when when everything is crumbling around us. He's that strong tower, mm. you know, and he he provides what we need and when we need it, and he is always there he is hope jeremiah experienced it in the depths of the pit thrown in there for being faithful to god but yet god was his hope and he stayed faithful mm-hmm. and so i would think we should rest on that today as we go through lament finish up lamentations that with god there is hope always hope yeah and only with god so what i was going to say this says about us is that there is no one that God can't bring to their knees. No one, not the priests, not the prophets, not the kings, not the wealthy. There is no one. We read several times the prince's That's faces true. are all dirty and the priests and the prophets are mocked and killed. And the those who had plenty of food are now digging in the garbage. Like there is no one. No exceptions. God can't bring to their knees, which, 
you know, it sounds almost like, if you just think about it on the surface, Chip, it sounds like you and I are saying different things, you know, but we're not because God is so amazing in that even when he brings us to our knees, mm -hmm. his hope for us is to restore us, mm -hmm. you know? So like, even if God has had to bring you down to a, a tough place, you know, to get a hold of you, to get your attention, like there is always hope, even if you brought the problem on yourself. And I think many Christians today are uncomfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they did that to themselves. Oh, you know? right. Like, sure. like we don't feel bad when, you know, and I don't mean we like all of us, but there are several more sort of hardline or legalistic or hypocritical, pharisaical people who claim the name of Christ who will say things like, well, if you don't want to die of a drug overdose, don't do drugs. Like those kinds of things, you know, and there's no compassion. They, they did it to themselves, you know, and the reality is that, yeah, maybe, but there's still hope for restoration. That's still what we hope for. And if somebody sins against God so much that, you know, he has to bring them to their knees, we should still hope for the restoration, you know, and there is always hope. So yeah, there is. Amen. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Well, thank you for finishing another book with us today. That was no problem. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You, you I was handled, here. You handled I was it here, so, so well. Yeah. Thank you. You did a good job with that. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. 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 It looks like we might be uh, singing tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a very, uh, it's okay. going to be a fun day. It's going to be a great book. Yes. Ooh, can't wait. Yeah. Song of Songs. Coming yep. up tomorrow. Well, hey, we love you guys. Have a great day. Share this with friends and family. We're almost to the New Testament. Good place to start new. Yeah, start for, for your friend to say, hey, read the Bible with me. And we're getting to the New Testament. And they can mm -hmm. start with that. It'll be, great. It'll be great. Good stuff. I love it. Okay, guys. We'll All catch right. you later. See you.